Another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay Smith. That's Gerald Bourget. That's Saul Bookman. And that's Espo. And yes, you may have noticed that Gerald and Saul did swap seats mm-hmm. for today's show only because of some shenanigans we have prepared for you later on in the program. Well, I kind of felt weird. It does feel weird, right? <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't call you Saul because I've <laughs> never had to swap your two names before. The seat, the seat's butt imprint is much smaller than the one I was in. <laughs> I now have a newfound respect for what you have to go through on the show. Oh, thanks, (laughs) Espo. Damn. Well, guys. I beg on myself. I don't need you to do it. (laughs) You have a newfound. You should be saying the same thing about me because I I have to sit next to her. I just meant. Excuse me. I just meant there's this gravitational pull, this magnetism (laughs) that makes it difficult to to have to talk. Remember this, Gerald, when we start to do our expansion. I know. The shots are flying. I didn't even say shit. I feel (laughs) like things are going to get spicy right here. I didn't say anything either. I just caught a stray. Yeah, that's I was just chilling over here, doing nothing. Um, Congratulations are in order, unfortunately. We do have to get flowers. To our friends over at DNBR. I can't help it. Boo! <laughs> he said I can't control it. I can't. <laughs> no, but for real, though, congratulations to the friends over at DNBR and the Denver Nuggets for winning uh, the 2023 NBA championship. I don't know about you guys, but last night when I was watching everything, there were it was equal parts like funny stuff because obviously Jokic, the memes and the mm-hmm. tweets and the jokes that came out about it were fantastic. But then on the, uh, the flip side, it was like, can I just have one, like just, just one, one day sometime in the near future, please. I mean, it was, it was bittersweet because on the one hand you're thinking, man, if maybe things might've been different, if Chris hadn't gotten hurt or if DA hadn't been hurt for game six. And on the other hand, it's cool to watch an organization and a fan base win a title for the first time. Um, But it definitely kind of rubs it in like, man, it would be, it would be cool if we got to witness our fans celebrating like that. Um, and I know like watching the fans go crazy at the DNVR bar, there was a, there had to be a little bit of jealousy there for totally. what they were experiencing. Yeah. Those are the two takeaways I have is a watching them get, be able to celebrate and tr- you trying to put yourself in that position in terms of if we ever got a chance to celebrate a championship, what that would feel like. Mm. I was 21 when the D backs won a championship. Um, but th- the D backs weren't, weren't my like, my my Number team one. growing up you right. know it was a little different it was so fast within three years so the Suns or the cardinals were the were have always been the teams for me and it's just like oh just so close so close so and then the other takeaway was obviously um the dmvr bar uh if you if if you're not familiar with the dmvr bar just go to dmvr sports DM, dmvr underscore sports and take a look that's exactly what we were pitched in terms of what we hope to build here and mm-hmm. we're still working on that and I hope that by the time the Suns hoist a championship, we do have a place like that to celebrate mm-hmm. with fans because that was insane mm-hmm. how many people were in there going crazy. Right. One thing, consider this a PSA. Any Suns fan that's sitting there going, yeah, but they only beat seven and eight seeds that weren't the Suns. <laughs> yeah. Knock it the hell off because we got so damn pissed off when everybody in 2021 was like, yeah, but look who's injured and you made it and it's, it's fraudulent and all this crap. You yep. skip step. No, 
Give them their due. They beat the teams that were in front of them. They beat the teams they had to, and they deserve every bit of praise that's coming to them for getting the job done. It's not their fault we didn't get the job done, and stop with that. It, it's a loser mentality on our part to, to crap on it when we didn't want it to happen uh, to us. And, and second of all, yeah, 15th time that, like I said yesterday, <laughs> that the Suns have lost to the eventual champion. They've been to the playoffs 32 times. 47% of the time <laughs> they've lost to the eventual champion. I'm, I'm happy That's for crazy. Denver, but God, that hurts. I'm not happy for Denver. Okay, DNVR, I'm DNVR, happy for. yes. And, you know, and honestly, I'm only happy for the DNVR Nuggets crew because DNVRs had champion they just had one a year ago with the abs yeah <laughs> they've won super bowls they've won like they've been a successful city in terms of sports franchises mm. uh so but the nuggets crew like you know when you get your first i assume it feels like nothing else i don't know i've never experienced it <laughs> couldn't tell you <laughs> but i will say one thing it ain't a dynasty you don't start the talk when you just win the first one show up year two and show us what it's like and then we could talk about dynasty that that's i felt like coming out the gates with that strong like mike malone did uh, and others i'm like pump the brakes enjoy the one right like like i'm i'm thinking i may be done with basketball in general when the suns get one i'm not gonna be thinking dynasty right? you're like i don't think i can handle any more than this <laughs> like that may just be what i hang it up is the is the one um can i just say though like Jokic is perfect internet content. Yeah, like God, he yes. was built for internet content. Mm. The memes of him just standing in the locker room holding a beer just like off in the corner. <laughs> yeah. And then the meme of the party guy yeah. just off in the corner all by himself. The post game interview on the sideline where he's like, we got the job done and now yeah. we can go home. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, then he gets the MVP trophy and seems fairly he's like yeah okay then he leaves it on the table right yeah and when the whole ceremony's over one of his teammates awkwardly picks it up and is looking around like where's yoke yeah. like this guy does not care about the peripherals like no. he cares about going out there doing his job doing it well and being around his teammates and the rest of it he could give zero f's about it mm -hmm. you know it's funny because a couple weeks ago, I think it was a couple weeks now, we got the tweet and delete from Kevin Durant mm -hmm. where he basically had said something along the lines of like, here we go. I don't think Jokic wants or cares to be a star. Go to work, go home, FaceTime his horses and hop in the pool. <laughs> and honestly, that's exactly what I think it is. I think he he probably really loves the game of basketball. Obviously, I don't know that you can be as good as you are if you don't love it to some extent. But as far as the extras, the being in the limelight, the shoe deals, the endorsements, all the other things that come with being that good in this sport, he doesn't care about it whatsoever. Can we put that tweet yeah. back up? The, we, we just kind of skirted over the fact that this is a phenomenal Photoshop <laughs> job <laughs> by Emma. Terrific. And I think that you want to say it? You want to talk about the, the, the most obvious piece of this? What? The fact that Jokic is literally eating a carrot in front of his horse. It's a, ga it's a Gatorade bottle. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it looked like a carrot. I was like, how did you find that photo? That's phenomenal. Can we can we look at the – can you keep that up for a second? Look at the Kevin Durant tweet, right? Mm -hmm. He says, uh, you know, go, go to work, go home, FaceTime the horse, and hop in the pool. 
He did everything but go home, I'm thinking, after that championship last night. That's fair. Uh, I'm guessing he FaceTimed the horse. Uh, you know, we saw uh, he, him hop he, in the pool. And, and he did the work, and then we saw him hop in the pool with Jamal Murray. Like, Kevin Durant is a prophet, is what I'm saying. But if mm-hmm. the parade wasn't on Thursday, I bet you he would have been at home today. Oh, well, I mean, he said as much in that post-game interview. Like, when's the, when's the yeah. championship He break? forgot about contractual <laughs> obligations. No, I got to go He was home. like, I did my job. I'm going home. Yes? No? Okay. Oh, my goodness. Was like, was... What do you mean I have to stay here till Thursday? Gosh. <laughs> we just, there were just so many good internet moments that came from last night. Uh, so one more time. Shout out to the Denver Nuggets. Congratulations yeah, yeah, to our yeah. friends over at DNVR Nuggets. <laughs> Get- Guess what? Happy next, for you. Next season starts now. We're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> we also have uh, one more congratulation to share. Uh, some flowers to Monty Williams, who had his introductory press conference today with the Detroit Pistons. We also want to extend well wishes to him and his family, because within that, we did learn that throughout the playoffs, Monty and his family learned that his wife had breast cancer. It sounds as though from what was shared that they got good news. And so all is well or all in the way to being well. Um, but we do want to send well wishes to him and his family uh, for s- having to deal with all of that. Because even if it's good news, it still takes time to to mend and heal. Yeah, can I – I just want to say, like, everybody here knows what my wife went through. And the last month has been difficult for me. And I wasn't going through trying to coach a playoff team – trying, you know, getting fired, having to find a new job. I can only imagine what what that was like for Monty. So I, I feel for him from that perspective, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's a good reminder that as much as we focus on the basketball side of things, because that's our job, we're evaluating the game and how players and coaches perform. Uh, there is an element to always be kind to people because you never know what they are going through, even during the playoffs when we are fixated on the basketball at hand. Um, you know, Monty had said that he and his wife debated whether they wanted to publicly share this information uh, and decided that ultimately they did so that they could, you know, promote early detection because that's important. And it, uh, he said it may have saved his wife's life. So that's all positive. Um, and the Pistons got a good one. If you were able to watch the press conference, it's, it's very clear that he's a good hire for that job. He's going to be the same old Monty in that role. And it'll be fun to watch that young team grow together so well wishes to him and his family as they start this next chapter um, because he said in his part he'll always cherish his time in phoenix um and you know it doesn't have to be this contentious thing when you get fired from a job he'll always look back fondly on the people and experiences that he built here if there's ever anybody that could deal with you know uh <laughs> obstacles in life mm-hmm. uh, it is definitely monty williams and we've spoken about that at length before about you know he it, as a person he he's a he's a he's a stand up man. He's a he's a guy that truly cares about his family, um, and, and will do whatever he can for them. And so you can never knock that, you know. And we only see we only see him through one lens, obviously, because of TV and, and the access we have in basketball. But uh, you're right, you know, it, being able to understand that, you know, away from the game, you know, there's things that that they deal with just like we all deal with on a, on a, on a day-to-day basis. And, uh, sometimes it affects things and mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't, it just depends on, on who the individual is. And for Monty, I'm glad he got another chance somewhere else and I hope he thrives. Yep. And there's just not no in the good... finals against the Suns. <laughs> okay. I, I wouldn't worry about that. 
No good transition here, but we're going to take a pause in the programming so I can tell you about our friends over at BetMGM. If you have not signed up for the BetMGM app yet, make sure you download and sign up today and use that bonus code PHNX. There are a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use that bonus code PHNX when you sign up. You can check out the show notes for full details. There are a ton of cool things going on on the app, so make sure you check it out if you already signed up as well. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. And, of course, it's summertime, which means we've got baseball games. We've got lots of concerts coming to Phoenix. And if you are looking to snag tickets for the best price, you got to check out our friends over at Game Time. Game Time is the place for last-minute tickets with great deals. It's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a good reason. You can snag tickets without the stress with Game Time. And right now, if you download the Game Time app, create an account, use code PHNX, you're going to get $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply, but again, create an account, redeem that code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. You're going to see Yellow Card this summer. I am. Are you guys going to watch any uh, any fun concerts this summer? Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson, and, that's and right. You didn't see that. Uh, I thought you were totally making that up that I remembered no, you. Taking my <laughs> wife yeah, to yeah, like, I'm, yeah, I'm also, uh, I think we're going to go see uh, Ben Folds when he comes to town. I'll okay. get that on game time. I uh, got tickets to Foo Fighters when they're coming in October. Like, yeah. uh, this guy's living it up. Right I know, concert man. Venue. Just... <laughs> Because Espo knows where to get good prices on tickets. That's why. You can go to all of them when you get a good deal on them. (laughs) All right, everybody. Don't take a deep breath. (laughs) It's everybody's favorite segment. Play it, Emma. Train Machine Tuesday. (laughs) Train Machine Tuesday. Train Machine Tuesday. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. We got the remix. Hell yeah. Love it. Hell yeah. It is time for Trade Machine Tuesday. So Gerald Mm -hmm. put out a very extensive Trade Machine Tuesday article today over at gophnx.com. If you at the end of this episode are like, no, Trade Machine Tuesday can't come to an end just yet. (laughs) Well, we've got it in written format over there as well. It never ends. But here's the thing. Before we dive into our actual trades, I feel like there is a disclaimer slash Chris Paul explanation money wise that we need to kind of go into because it it got a little bit confusing for a hot minute there. And now that we're really in the offseason officially, we need to go over the details. Just say it like it is. Gerald ruined a bunch of my trades that I had. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm very sorry. Gerald Gerald was the wet blanket on the part a lot of work went in to this podcast before 11 a.m that got shot all the way down (laughs) no you cannot do that sir (laughs) sorry about that to dash everyone's hope and dreams yeah so there is a disclaimer in the article but i know the intro paragraphs can be a little long so people tend to skip over that stuff 
<laughs> but it is important in this case because me. Solve. Yes. TLDR. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Uh, <laughs> I always go to the Reader's Digest version of right. this. I just scroll People, up. And I, I get it. They're long explainers. You can skim through what you want because there's 10 freaking trades in there. I was thorough on each one. Most people just skim and look at the screenshots and judge based on that. We love picture but, books, Gerald. I totally understand. I totally understand. Gerald's like, just crap on my but, livelihood. It's okay. But for the sake of being thorough, there is a problem, not a problem, but another obstacle when it comes to trading Paul. And the biggest thing is that his $30.8 million salary is only guaranteed for 15.8. When it comes to trading players on non-guaranteed contracts, the outgoing salary still counts as, uh, or sorry, the incoming salary for that team still counts as the full $31 million basically. But the outgoing salary for the Suns only counts for the guaranteed portion. So that 15.8 million. So that makes the math in aligning contracts a little bit difficult because you can only take on up to 125% of the salary that you're sending out in a trade if you're under that second luxury tax. If you're above it, it gets reduced to 110% and you have even less wiggle room to work with. So when it comes to trading Chris Paul, you have to take into account that the money that the team is receiving is 31 million, but the money that the Suns are sending out only counts for 16 million. So that's a big $15 million discrepancy that you have to kind of close that gap when you're doing these trades. So a lot of these trades, because they don't work as is, we're operating under the premise that these teams are either uh, increasing his partially guaranteed amount, which you can technically do if a team trading for Chris Paul wants to increase that amount to make the map work, they can. Or we're assuming that we're waiting until after the June 28th deadline when his contract becomes fully guaranteed because then it does count as the 31 mil and you don't have to do this extra jumping through hoops to make the math work. Or the Suns could pick up the option before sending him, right? Option? Or the, like they could, they, guarantee, they could guarantee, the guarantee the full contract the full before contract. June 28th and still trade him? Yes. The, the problem with this scenario is it has to be a team that wants to play Chris yes. Paul. So the teams like, we'll get into some of these scenarios and there are a couple in the article, there are teams that would want to trade for Chris Paul and then immediately wave and stretch him so that they can take that $15.8 million, split it up over five seasons, yeah. and only have like $3.2 million on their books. If you're trading for a fully guaranteed Chris Paul contract, suddenly that becomes you know $6 million over five yeah. years, which is not terrible, but it's double what you were trying yeah. to get to. Yeah, the only way you do that is, again, if somebody wants to keep Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Okay. So now that we've done the disclaimer portion of today's programming, let's get into trade number one. All right. And we're going to talk Suns and Magic here. The Suns will receive Markel Fultz and Gary Harris. The Magic will receive Chris Paul and a 2026 first round pick swap. So Fultz makes $17 million and Harris makes $13 million. Both are expiring contracts. And this is one of those situations where you're operating under the Magic keeping Chris Paul. And that is why the math maths here. Yes, okay. because they are not trying to wave and stretch him. Um, and again, we're operating under the premise they're either doing this after June 28th when he's fully guaranteed or they're increasing his guaranteed money to make that work. <laughs> um, I don't know that the Magic do this. I think you have to throw in a first-round pick swap to kind of entice them because they are a young team. Um, Chris Paul has taken young teams to the playoffs. He's helped them improve. The Eastern Conference play-in would not be out of reach for this group, I don't think. Um, but they are giving up a guy who was starting to kind of put it together for them. 
Um, so I, I, I don't know. I would do this trade in a second. Yes. However, comma, mm -hmm. man, you are absolutely just sending Chris Paul to the abyss. <laughs> you are. Man. You're screwing you are. it so oh, man. bad. Hey, thanks for your service. We're going to send you to fucking Orlando. <laughs> Have fun at Disney World. It was noted in the piece. <laughs> man. Don't feel like, good about this morally. How, how do you balance the weight of that, of, of wanting to do right by Chris Paul, but also being stuck in this rock and a hard place that is where the suns are at money and cap wise and just needing something to be done to make their team better quite frankly you can't care about chris paul's feelings this is basketball it's a business you got to do what's best mm. for you in the long run and i get that oh you want to be team uh, or player friendly but at some point in the situation they're in they're backed in a corner if you can make a move that's going to help you become uh, or stay in championship contender, uh, stay a championship contender, then you do it and let Orlando deal with his hurt feelings. I agree with that uh, under the premise that you have exhausted all other options to try and hook up Chris Paul and in, have informed him, hey, we tried to make a deal with L.A. We tried mm -hmm. to make a deal with all these other teams mm -hmm. to not put you in this position. But at the end of the day, we got to do what's best for our, our franchise. And I think Chris Paul to a certain degree, would understand that. Um, but I also think Chris Paul, if he didn't want to go to Orlando, he'd just make one phone call to Orlando and say, listen, Don't I'm not that. fucking playing <laughs> for this fucking another, franchise at all. That's but another also, contingency for sure. Also, nobody forced him to sign the contract he did. Mm -hmm. And with the guaranteed money like this, this was always going to be the fork in the road that came up uh, after, uh, you know, after the two, first two years of this deal. So would I feel a little bit bad? Yes. But he also entered into the agreement full well knowing that this was likely the path that was going to come up eventually. So you're yeah. right. I mean, he could tank it just by by making a call. But if I'm the Suns, I'm doing what's best for the organization. And, and again, there's a good chance the Magic just aren't interested in this because as good as Chris Paul is, um, maybe they want to continue to let the young guys kind of learn and fail together. They did win 34 games last season with this young group as it was Fultz had one of the best seasons of his career he still can't shoot yet he's a good mm -hmm. defender he looks like a starting caliber player finally um, and maybe they want to see how he does in a contract year Gary Harris another guy they could probably flip at the deadline on an expiring um, you know so maybe Chris Paul in a first round pick swap would intrigue them maybe it wouldn't um, but we are just spitballing to try and find where Chris Paul's trade value is. And do you, there aren't a ton of options, I'll be honest. Do you have faith that Markel Fultz can become a better shooter? I mean, it's it's slowly inching <laughs> to that direction, very, very slowly. I, <laughs> like think, I think that ship has probably but. sailed. But I do think if you're looking for a younger point guard, a guy who you could re-sign to a decent, maybe team-friendly deal and still chug along defense, like he'd be a good point of attack defender for this group. Uh, decent playmaker, decent scorer, he would be okay. Like he's not, he's a step down from Chris Paul for sure, but he's obviously cheaper. He's younger and he would still be serviceable under Vogel. I think uh, that ship hasn't sailed. It has gone to the middle of the sea and it's sunk all the way to the it, fucking bottom. It, it never was, floated in the first place. He was good in college. He was good his first year in college. He was good. And then he changed his shot for whatever reason. And everything just went to hell after that. And it was just one of the worst things that any organization, coach, instructor, any has done to a player, like mm. basically ruined his career. 
uh, to a certain degree. Now, he's still good enough to do all the things that you just mentioned mm-hmm. outside of shoot the ball. Right. Um, but what the Suns don't necessarily need is it's a facilitator to the nth degree. They got to have somebody that can actually score a little bit, uh, you know, especially from the perimeter. Uh, because that's what they desperately missed last year. If I want to do the ethical version of this, though, I send him to Brooklyn for Ben uh, Ben Simmons because you're getting the same can't-shoot point guard wow. who can play defense, but at least Ben Simmons is jacked now. So, yeah. <laughs> Chris would go to Brooklyn before he goes to Orlando. I mean, he definitely would. And there <laughs> at was, least he's got Mikel already there. There was a Nets trade in the article for those who are interested, but it does not it does not Mikel coming back? It does not. Well, damn it, Gerald. They're, they're not that dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen. Trade Machine Tuesday is half reality, half dream world. I thought we had already established we've that. Got, not for me, world but for all of you, I'm happy for you that you can live in that reality. If I have to lean into Trade Machine <laughs> Tuesday, you have to lean into hey, it. Hold on as a well. second. It is not yeah. our fault that you yeah. decided to Thank sing you. that one That's time. Exactly. And it's lived on in infamy. Yeah. She regrets right? that moment. That is so not much. our fault. It is your fault that you all decided collectively to clip it and make it a thing, though. Yeah, we've yeah. been. You could have just let it die that no, one time. The chat's the people no. want what they want. And, and yeah. we, we yeah, are under, and the people want to live in a half reality, half dream world, look, Gerald. Look, we so are under, give the people what they want. We are under strict uh, guidelines from corporate that we have to make a thing a thing. Yes. And we did that with this. So. Yeah, we, did. we need to have different like remixes, like a rock version or like a dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. machine, Tuesday. Metal. <laughs> like, Why don't you put that? Why and then like a heavy like, metal breakdown it? right after that. <laughs> That'd be kind of dope. Yes. yes. <laughs> Respect oh, the trade. Oh, August, my goodness gracious. You know great. what else what? is a thing? What's that? Four Peaks and Sports. Oh, yeah. That's a good thing. We love mixing Four Peaks and Sports because they go hand in hand. You can't watch a game without having a Four Peaks beer in your hand. At least you're not going to have as great of a time. And that's for sure. You should check out Four Peaks on social at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Right now, as we've mentioned, they are doing uh, a lot of cool things for teachers. Four Peaks for teachers. This year, they're giving away 11 $1,000 cash grants. And one lucky teacher will win a teacher's lounge renovation provided by Four Peaks. If you want to nominate a teacher, go to fourpeaks4teachers.org. Make sure you get those nominations in before June 30th. And of course, as always, you do have to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks beer, and we ask that you drink responsibly. Also want to give a shout out to our friends over at Mountain Mike's Pizza, who delivered us lunch today. It is always the best day ever when you walk into the office and you got Mountain Mike's Pizza in the break room. Mm -hmm. It's just there waiting for you. And I've told you guys this before, but Mountain Mike's has fantastic ranch, which I always judge pizza places by their ranch. So you know Mountain Mike's is top tier. You can head over to mountainmikespizza.com, order their Mesa, Chandler, or Tucson locations to place your next order. And as a reminder, new diehards get $50 voucher upon signing up. So if you have not become a diehard, today is a great day to become a diehard because not only do you get that $50 voucher for Mountain Mike's Pizza, but you get a bunch of other really great stuff as well. Okay, more Trade Machine Tuesday, more trades, more Suns Trades. Next up, we've got Suns receiving. That's a new verse. Clint Capella, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and John Collins. 
Yeah, Emma, yourself, I will throw Lizzie. a shoe at you. You did it to yourself. <laughs> the Hawks will receive. Can I see that again, please. DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, and a 2026 first round pick swap. What say you? This is a hefty package. That is a very hefty package. It's almost. I, uh, Don't go. I'm not there. doing it. Oh, man. I, I do this. Mm. I do this. I don't even blink twice. I do this. Mm. That's all I have to say. Okay, nice. Okay. I don't think the Hawks do this. So this trade would be, the, and I did the math on this to make sure it works. That's why DA and Landry Shamit were included. Wait, the best if part of this is you, clearly getting rid of. Stop. stop. For the <laughs> Hawks. For the Hawks, what you're doing is you are taking DA, who is arguably the best player or at least prospect trade asset in the in the trade. Um, Landry Shamit is a shooter who has zero guaranteed money beyond this upcoming season. And then with Chris, you're still going to wave and stretch him to get some salary cap relief. Now, they may have to wave a non-guaranteed salary or two to make Sure, there's enough room under that second luxury tax apron for this trade to work, um, but they could do that. They have like four guys that have non-guaranteed contracts that they can that aren't like contributors, um, and you get salary cap relief. You get to waive him at that like three point two million dollar per year price. Um, and let's be honest, like the Hawks are a really expensive team that is very aggressively average. They're not even a legit playoff team after that conference finals run a few years ago. Um, they need to shake things up a little bit. Whether they would be willing to include Bogdanovich, that's where I might draw the line, but I feel like Capella, fully expendable for a younger guy. Um, and John Collins, they've been trying to get rid of him and his contract for a while now, so this doubles as some salary cap relief beyond because Capella has two years on his deal. Bogdanovich has three, I think. Four. Four uh, with a team option, and then... Um, John Collins has three. John Collins has three at like 25 mil. John yeah. Collins at 25 mil is a lot, but you're getting a rim protector, the elite kind of shot blocker that Vogel's used to working with. You get Collins and hope that his three-point shot and rim rolling is good enough for this group. And you get Bogdanovich, who's another ball handler, scorer, guy who can shoot, guy who can make clutch shots. Like we look at the playoffs and we see these different guys like Bruce Brown or um, Caleb Martin kind of stepping up and handling these roles. Bogdanovich is a guy that can definitely do that as kind of a, a combo guard. This takes you from, you know, a top five team in the NBA to the very best team in the NBA in, a, in, a, in one trade, without a doubt. I, I do love that aggressively average moniker. That's the way many describe my career. Uh, <laughs> but uh, look, I... The only way I think this is plausible is if the Hawks are committed to going, look, this ain't working around Trey Young. We need to blow it up and try to rework how this is. And you assume Trey Young and DeAndre Ayton and potentially DeJounte Murray, if he's in their plans or whoever they flip him for, is enough to break you out of that out of that average. Maybe the Hawks are at that point. I don't I don't know. And to Saul's point, this makes you deep in in terms of uh, your roster for the Suns. Uh, it solves a lot of problems. And uh, the Suns front office finally gets to, uh, you know, prove out, hey, we can put anybody at $15 million at the center spot, and it's going to work uh, just as well. So, yeah. Does the amount of – so, Gerald, because we were bringing up how many years and at what dollar amount are left on all three of these players mm. contracts does that 
concern anybody? It does. I, it's, I a, think it's a commitment to all three, essentially, mm -hmm. like it a long term ish commitment. The Collins one concerns me the most, honestly, because Capella around 20 million a season. That's solid value. That's what you're going to hope for for a shot blocking starting caliber center. Um, Bogdanovich is great value. He's only at like 16, 17 mil. And I think his contract declines by the year. So it gets better as it goes along. Collins is the one that like you're overpaying for him and you hope that he can be a starting caliber piece. If not, you're going to have to try and do what Atlanta has been trying to do for years and find some team to take him on um, and, and get one or two role players in return. But I do think turning, you know, Chris Paul and DA's 60 million combined into three solid contributors who can log minutes for you in the playoffs is, is a win. And that's probably I don't think that's the best. Maybe it might be the best you can do. If in a trade involving both of them, yeah, I think that's that would be the best you can do. One thing I just thought of that could hinder it, though, uh, DA has that that no trade clause till July fourteenth, mm -hmm. and you have to trade and cut CP three by by June twenty eighth. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that could complicate things. I wonder if I don't know uh, because DA said, wanted to go. I mean, yeah, you uh, DA would have to want to go. Right. I mean, if he didn't, that could that could complicate all. That's that. a good point. He do, he would have to waive that because he does have trade veto powers until July fourteenth or fifteenth, I think. So, and for this to happen before his con CP3's contract gets guaranteed, it would rely on DA. So, you would have to hope that what he said about still wanting to be in Phoenix was just saving face publicly, and that he really would be okay with a change of scenery. That's when Trey Young calls and says, "Hey, DA." Come to Come town. On. Let me get you some lemon pepper blue wings right here. Man. There you go. Got you. <laughs> All right. Next up, we've got these sons receiving Marvin Bagley and this the Pistons receiving Landry Shannon. Done and done, Let's son. Let's do it. Let's we go. Reunite Monty this is with the best trade we've ever proposed right here. Can y'all tell this was not my trade? Oh How my God. <laughs> there is one thing. That Let I, us live in our dream world, Gerald. There's one thing that I think needs to be added. <laughs> What's that? Number five. I mean, that's good value for Monty. You trade the number five pick <laughs> and Marvin Bagley. You get Landry. I mean, all your dreams come true at I'm that I'm surprised point. he wouldn't throw in the number five because that's how much he wants Landry back. Oh, boy. Look, honestly, though. Baby, come back. <laughs> you can blame it all don't, on me. Don't blame it on my auntie. There you go. Uh, that's better. Anyways, it, <laughs> actually, I I don't mind this deal in reality, though. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Shamit, you kind of know what you got. Marvin Bagley could be a guy that uh, that could come back to a place that you know he grew up in and 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 be a, a part of adding some depth here it, it's one of those both teams are trading a guy that maybe has kind of worn out his welcome or just isn't <sighs> isn't the right fit anymore uh and and you take a chance you know i mean yeah marvin bagley's had a unique career and the fact that he hasn't lived up to expectations um and but you're trading him on the hopes that as a power forward uh he will be able to coexist with da They're, they have a good relationship uh, D.A. And, and Marvin, they used to play together uh, here in Arizona. So you hope maybe that would spark those guys again um, with each other. And, uh, I mean, you're trading for somebody that's sh that shot 37% from the field and 37% from three. And you're moving him on to Detroit. Maybe a new change of scenery will get them another 
second round exit because uh, that's what Landry Shamit's all about is second round exits. So okay. um, <laughs> I think it's a win-win for both teams. Why not? Yeah, and I, let's be honest, the Pistons would love a second round exit, would they not? Yes, they would. That'd I mean, be super yeah. exciting for them. And Landry guarantees <laughs> you a second round yes. exit. And you can have both the guys that got drafted before Luca on your team. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know if I want that. Um, Triple B said, "How many teams has Bagley been on? This, isn't this just a this second? second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went from the Kings, Kings to the Pistons. Yeah. So this, if he got moved to the Suns, that would be his third team." Um, I don't know. I think it's a gamble that you could you could take for a Landry Shamit trade because you know what you're going to get with Landry Shamit. So if you don't like what you've received so far, it's a it's a gamble that I think is worth taking. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he's 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 still only 24. Mm-hmm. He's got some upside. He's not his contract's not terrible. It's not the the problem is like beyond next season. It's another 12.5 million, which again is not a huge amount, but it is fully guaranteed as opposed to Landry's whose is not. Um so I don't Yeah, know. but you can sell somebody else on his potential next season if he doesn't work out. Well, as an expiring, you probably yeah. can. Oh, Look, yeah. he's only twenty five. You know you want him. He's you yeah. know. like how the chat right away was all like done, 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 yes. steal. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we have enough curses. We don't need to add any more to our plate. Okay. Oh, We're man. full. Uh Gerald, I think you should read Jay's comment in the in the chat. What's that? Mm-hmm. It's a win-win, but is it a win-win-win? God bless. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Oh, got Speaking me. of comments, we do have a super chat as well from Trevor. Thank you, Trevor, for your super chat. Said, GG is to Denver, but not going to lie, makes you feel sad. Hope one day I can feel what those fans are feeling when the Suns win their first chip. Yeah. Samesies. <laughs> yeah. I had a lifelong friend. I literally have <laughs> known him since I was five, and we've been Suns fans since around then. Mm. And I texted him, man, I wish this was us. He goes, just get over it. It's never happening. Aww. And I'm like, I'm like, I got, if, if, as long as I don't do anything too stupid, I got at least another 40 years here, right? I'm at the halfway point. You can't tell me, you know, another 40 years I'm going to do this and, you know, be there. Let, let me push a hundred years of said basketball. I mean, just called him out directly. He did. Just saying, please. Bro, at some point, we might have to trade Espo in order to get a championship. I will sell my soul to the basketball gods if they can get him from Satan. It's not worth much anymore, Espo. You've literally given it to everybody. You're kind of of a soul whore. You A little bit. I'm not going to lie. It's true. I'm not going to lie. You're just giving it to everybody. We have to attach some cast considerations or a few pick swaps in there to get them to buy into this. I don't know. My my soul is like the town bicycle. Everybody gets around. Oh, my God. My soul is like breadsticks at Olive Garden. Everybody gets a piece. <laughs> we cannot. Do you have any more? I'm sure I do. face is so great right now. She's so shook. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Landed done. Espo for cash considerations. <laughs> hey, cash considerations is the rig of honor. I'll take it. Oh, there my goodness go. gracious. All right. Well, that's our Trade Machine Tuesday shenanigans for the day. Of course, as I mentioned off the top, there are more over at gophnx.com. Gerald put together an extensive article. Somebody in the chat was mentioning the Celtics one that you put in there. Um, So there's quite a few. So if that was not enough trade machine for you, head on over to gophnx.com. We put the link in the chat as well. 
Um, but after the show, because we still have more fun stuff in store for you. Uh, coming up next, we are going to explain why Gerald and Saul are sitting in the wrong <laughs> seats today. But first, if you don't want to ride a bike around this summer and you would rather drive because there's air conditioning in your car. Is that a knock on my soul again? Get the best gas. From our friends over at Circle K, you can also stock up on all the best goodies, whether it's iced coffee, 12 packs of beer, Red Bull, Monster, Polar Pops, you name it. Circle K has you covered. Make sure you're not missing out on all, the, all this great stuff. Plus, right now, we got a coupon for you. Text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club, and you'll get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Head to CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. Lindsay, you know how my soul's like Circle K? They're gas. You can pump it and dump it. Anyways, continue. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was aggressive. <laughs> so much worse than I thought it would be. That was aggressive. I don't... I, I have no words. <laughs> Um, does OGs make it? You know, my soul servicing hundreds of customers of a day. <laughs> does OGs make a, a gummy that's like a you want to forget the last thirty seconds of your life? Because yeah, yes. I need one of those right now. <laughs> Dear God, Lindsay, wow. now my soul's like no, an OG. No, no, it's a mixed no. bag, baby. <laughs> No. Well, to be fair, OG's does have mixed bags, but we're talking about flavors. They've got oh. the fruit flavors. They've got the cream flavors in the mixed bag, which is pretty cool. They also have the sleep edition, which specifically helps with rest and relaxation. They have the happy balance gummy that is in the strawberries and cream flavor and dropping on June 21st, the pink lemonade flavor. So check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Okay, here we go. We're going to do an expansion draft. Let's because go. Because there has been a lot of chatter, of course, about the NBA potentially expanding sometime in the very near future. Mm -hmm. um, and we split up into teams. Shocker. It's Gerald and I against <laughs> Saul and Espo. Oh, my gosh. No way we could have predicted <laughs> that team. <laughs> Lindsay, do you know how my soul's like an expansion draft? Nope. Don't want to Just leave part of it unprotected and everybody else takes it. So. Hi, <laughs> baby. So, uh, Gerald, I'm going to let you explain exactly how this goes, because you may not love this, because we are co-GMs, but I'm still a little confused. I'm okay. just kidding. I'm not. I was going to say, consider yourself lucky, because you're I'm getting just kidding, demoted I'm just to assistant GM. That's what we're doing here. Um, so what we did is, in an expansion draft, each team gets to protect a certain number of players. We decided on eight players per team. So in this scenario, where the NBA is welcoming two new teams uh, Lindsay and I are the co-GMs of one. Saul Let's and Espo go. are the co-GMs of another. We have to pick from the remaining pool of players that are not protected. I went through all 30 teams, protected the eight players that I thought would make the most sense for them to protect, and we are now left with a hodgepodge of role players to start our franchises mm -hmm. with. Uh, we're going to do a typical snake draft. They get the number one pick. Then we'll go to three, four, five. Are we announcing our cities? Though? Yeah, yes, yes. Wait, who starts? Uh, we do. Yeah, we can start. Well, but uh, are we ready to announce our cities or are we announcing them at the end? Do we want to do it now? No, we can do no, it now. We, we got to start. Now. All right. Go ahead. So uh, we are the Kansas City Barbecue, baby. Oh, my okay. God. Yep, you can queue it up. Do we have the logo? Do we have a logo? No. Is your logo no a logo? chicken? Oh, we'll have our logo oh. at, at the end. Okay. We'll, we'll unveil our logo 
at the end. I actually think you could also call them the B-ball cue as well. I mean, a little, See, yeah. start over. I I was ignoring you guys. The they Kansas City what? Barbecue. barbecue. Okay, and you're going to call them the what? You could call them the B-ball cue. Yeah, or you can call them the cue. Like if we had a City Connect jersey, it would just oh, be it's a Q. Q. Okay. Yep, I'm down on this. You're going to love We have a fire-ass graphic, too. The okay. Kansas I wish we could City show you barbecue. Guys, but... yeah. Okay, okay. We're okay. calling them the B-ball cue. And when you lose big... You got smoked. Yep, you got smoked, baby. <laughs> you get taken in the post barbecue chicken. Wow, look at you guys. Um, yeah, so, so many so dad many jokes levels. already. <laughs> Your Twitter is going to be on fire. Um, yeah, we're just the Seattle Supersonics. We're not Did excited. You do that on purpose. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was trying to move past it. <laughs> you owe me a laugh at my next terrible joke. I'm upset with you right now. So you mean just at your next joke? All right. Yes. Uh, thank you. All right. Sorry, Gerald. Who are we? So, we're just in Seattle Supersonics. We kept it simple. If you're opening an expansion team, we're one going, of them has oh, to be the Sonics. Just has to. Yeah. Are we the first pick? We are the first. You pick. guys are the first pick. Okay. So How did we first... determine that? All right. With did the first pick in the 2023. NBA expansion draft. The Kansas City Barbecue select Kelly Oubre Jr. Oh, wow, yeah, buddy. Kelly and we Oubre. only did that because we knew sweet baby Angel Lindsay was going to take his ass. <laughs> and we wanted the best looking wow. expansion team in NBA history. That is hilarious that after all the shit they've given Kelly Oubre for his contributions to the Suns, they're going to take him number one I in didn't, the draft. I didn't draft him because he's <laughs> he, uh, he's going to be start the barbecue boys in KC or anything. Mm. Okay, I see how it is. And also... Kelly Oubre, listen, we're a franchise in Kansas City. Mm. Where did uh, where did Kelly Oubre play basketball at? Kansas. Yeah. Listen, it all comes full circle. We gotta get the we gotta get, get the, the community into it. Let's yeah. go. Get the we fans get, involved. Okay. We gotta get the ladies of Kansas City interested in basketball. Okay. I, okay. I, so here's the thing. Gerald took this super seriously. No surprise there. I just I, made three tears. I took this remotely <laughs> seriously in the sense that I my big board is content based. Yes. We're gonna have the most entertaining team that's ever been. That's in not existence. what we're doing. Oh, and eighty-two. Uh, I just want to warn you now. So, who would you like to take? I think we take Gerald. the top two guys in tier okay, one. There, that's fine. Are we good with those? Uh, they're not content guys, but yeah, we can take. They're them. not content you guys. You can have them though. Well, but thanks. I will fight you for at least one content guy. Okay, I can live on with this that. team. They already took one of our. They content did. Guys. Kelly was yeah. on there. Okay. He's bringing um, the horse, too. So with the second pick, we're taking the best available player in this entire draft, Jonas Valanciunas. Hey-o! And then... If this were 1999... Jonas yeah. is the best player in this no, board. He's not, no, he's not. Yeah, he, he already took the best player. You did not. Um, and then we're going to take TJ McConnell as our starting point guard. <laughs> yes, sir. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Are we mm-hmm. even going to have similar picks? Probably not. At this not. point, it doesn't feel like it we are. Feel like First it. of all, uh, there's going to be some fighting in this locker room. I just want to let you guys all know oh, that. God. In y'all's locker room or oh, yeah. ours? Oh, yeah. Oh, yours? Oh, yeah. But we're all right with that. But we're so cool you will have content. Dra- we will Drama have, sells. We will have, we will have a team that will fight okay. and fight each other. Okay. <laughs> uh, our next pick, uh, the second overall pick for the for the Kansas City barbecue, uh, will be Dylan Brooks. Oh, oh my God. See, low-key, I did uh, want I, him on this team, though, so Gerald. Gonna, I'm not going to lie. Did you? I did. Mm. I, I would have... If he was if we he was available would, for our last pick, I would have. Okay. I would rather okay. someone who shot better than like thirty eight percent from the field, I, but that's just uh, me. Oh wait, just just you <laughs> wait, just, you just wait. wait. If that was not enough drama, oh my god! With our third pick, uh-huh. we are taking 
Ben Simmons. Oh, oh my God. See, they're taking okay. the draft. <laughs> Gerald did have Ben Simmons on his big board. With a giant question mark it, next to I was to getting it. there. This is all about upside, baby. There was a giant question mark next to Ben Simmons and Dylan Brooks. And I said, we can remove the question mark from Dylan Brooks, but we got to keep it there for Benson. And I think that's fair. So we would not have selected him. I think Landon just described this the best I've ever seen. Yeah. This is the most entertaining, (laughs) stupid idea ever. Landon gets us. Which is what I said (laughs) the day after our first episode. (laughs) Oh, man. I love that for us. Thank you, Landon. (laughs) That's great. Um, Well... Okay, are we gonna? Okay, do let we me, really go down this line for real, or do do we? Let me take a we, look at your content team. Do again. we do a content pick here? Um, There's Gerald, some decent ones in the content team. Yeah, I would be good with um, either one of these two. I'm good with both of those. Okay, I'm good with both of those. You pick. As long as it's from this my is, content. This team. This is so high. Can we wait a pick? Fine. We'll wait we can pick. pick them for. Okay, oh, you know we're gonna get them. No, we're not. <laughs> you Keep your eyes not. on your own paper, Saul. <laughs> we don't need your big boy. Well, I didn't even see your big um, board. Which which one of these two do you like? We got more scouts than the Suns. Okay, okay. I like we him were, too. We're ready. Let's yeah. go. No, no, no not I really. He got hurt a lot. We got we got two picks lined up. Can you guys hurry yeah. this up? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. we're gonna go with Josh Richardson for our third pick. Another great three and D wing, and then we are going to do. Um, content, let's, let's, content, yes, content, yes, content. Your, which one do you want? I'm going. You with make both. the pick. You make the pick. Oh man, that's a tough one, Gerald. Do it. Pick the most boring content, boring content guy you can find. I mean, these two are more of the boring <laughs> yeah. content. Guys. So it's what Dario? Is that what you're going with? No, no. let's go Robin Lopez. <laughs> oh, she probably Robin Lopez, Lopez is not a boring content. <laughs> so who's pick. your pick? God, you guys are such jerks. <laughs> I'm going to go Kevin Love. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Old My Man God, River. Did you, did you watch the final? Walking he was down good. the stream. <laughs> okay. Also, uh, our Kevin next... Love has a very legitimate cult following. Rounding out our starting five. Thank uh-huh. you very much. Uh, yeah. Rounding out our starting five with the next two picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually going to make a smart pick. <laughs> and we're going to go with a Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes. That's flexible. a smart pick. Yes. That's a terrible Jackson pick. Jackson Hayes, young, upside, <laughs> huge upside. Terrible. Uh, and then we're going to round out this awful locker room. Oh, my God. With Jay Crowder. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that was the other content guy we that were debating. That was the other we're content <laughs> guy we were debating between. We took Jay Crowder two guys Kevin that Love. I've just hated on on this show. I know. Because we're all about making that money in Kansas City, baby. But oh, I, I was concerned. I also kind of wanted to leave Jay Crowder because y'all were talking about how you're going to make the worst team for locker room vibes. <laughs> and I felt like you would add Jay Crowder to that mix. So I feel like your team is so dysfunctional or can potential for oh, dysfunction. Oh, you, have we told you who our head coach that is going to be? That is going to be a freaking oh, mess. Uh, Doc Rivers I thought going to gonna... coach the Kansas City Barbecue. I thought oh, we were going to go with Mark Fire Jackson. Up, baby. We're ready to go. Even, no Mark Jackson. No. Even, oh, that'd be even worse. <laughs> All right. We're going to put these Who teams in 2K I think and play we need each another other. tier one guy. Yeah, we probably need another tier one I guy. Still, I, like, I still eliminate the one that we eliminated the last time. I like him or him. tier one guy. I go with the first one. Like they okay. have a real yeah. tier one here. <laughs> All right, we're going to go with, for our first pick, we're going to go with Gary Payton the second. Ooh, nice. That's yeah. a defense there. Mm-hmm. He was going to be in our next And round. then do we want to do another tier one guy? <sighs> Right now we got a point guard, a shooting guard, 
a small forward and a center. We're pretty well rounded. So we could use yeah, we could use oh wait. We got oh we got Kevin Love as well. So mm -hmm. we we have all five of our starting five oh, filled out. Well so we can rounded. we can do any position that we want. Oh, I think he was, he was we could do a do we, we could do a content guy you for You know which content center. guy I want. But I think we could get him eight. Rolo? No. Oh. And then the this last one which would be this guy. Hold on. Yeah, can I announce this? Mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. This guy. Hold hold on. Okay. Come on, you we're, know we're, the one I said I was going to fight you for. Oh, that okay. That can I that be our that's our last pick. I think we our last pick for okay. sure. So let's so, we'll save that content for that one. Unless you want to go this content guy. You really I'm could totally talk about this out loud okay. because we can't steal anything. And this is this How is. How do you figure you can't? This steal is terrible anything. for audio. This is, this is truly just <laughs> right. thrilling. We're gonna do no, no, no. that one. They're just talking about. If we're doing a content guy, I would pick this content. I mean, I love that we came in, but I don't know if he's going to be the best player to our team. Yeah, he is. Okay. All right. Well, in in your tier one, let's save him though. We're gonna do a few moments later, Dennis. Schroeder. <laughs> Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder, backup point guard. Okay. New Sun starting point guard this year. That's my prediction. <laughs> it's possible. You laugh. It's not out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, laugh and I'm like, bro, you better be ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, those are, our those are our backup okay. picks. Two, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did yeah, Schroeder yeah. and we did, um, who did we do before that? Gary Payton? Yeah. Oh, Gary Payton. Okay. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, what is this? Our, our sixth and seventh yes, picks. Yes. Uh, our sixth pick will be Suns legend Dante Divincenzo. Okay, that's not a bad pick. Got to get the Italians on the roster. Oh, it gets better. It gets much oh, better. Boy. We're going back to Kaminsky Co. Oh, Frank Kaminsky, yeah. Frank you are part of the Kansas City Barbecue. Frank Bring was me the on content. my content team. Yeah. Frank was on my content team. He was. <laughs> All right, so are these our final two picks? These are our final two picks. Are we going full content? Which okay, we could do we could do Rolo or we could do Boban. So At which least one Rolo would you can actually play? That'll be our lat. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Boban. I know you do, but let's leave him in his John Wick universe and stick with Rolo. I think that's the way to go. Make Bobon your mascot. Fine. Okay. We're Fine. Gonna, we're gonna, but Bobon gets hired in the front office. All right. We're so, gonna pay him a boatload of money. So make him your broadcaster. That's fair. We can do that. Okay. So we're gonna Deal. take Gary Harris, and then we're gonna take with our final pick, Robin Lopez. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank do we have you. one more? Right. Yeah. That? This is a, this is our last one. Mm -hmm. uh, so with our last pick. Uh, you listen, Victor Wimbayama's coming into the league, and listen, if we're not going to do anything else, we're going to stop that guy. Okay. And the only guy that exists right now okay. that's a young, up-and-coming guy, real strong, real thicky kind of guy. Uh, we're drafting me. Kenneth Lofton Jr., okay. let's go. Right. little development project, but that's okay. okay. Uh, also, he could hold his own in that locker room and beat anybody's ass. So... Uh, we're gonna have a feisty team, and you are you're right. Have a feisty we we team. are definitely uh, the the modern version of the bad boys because we're gonna have a lot of fisticuffs <laughs> going that. on. Son of sure. uh, U of A legend as Kim well. Flotten, so. That's right. Uh, thank you, Frank, uh, with the 199 super chat. Says, "quote I'm glad to be part <laughs> of the Kansas City BBQ." Right, cue it up, baby. Welcome Let's in, go. Frank. We're gonna have Welcome to carve in. out Kaminsky Cove somewhere in Kansas City. Hey, look, whatever needs to be done. We got big bucks. We're here to win, and we're. <laughs> You're you're all the you got Ishbia money? Oh, I got more oh, than Ishbia money. Wow. I, we sold PHNX, uh, <laughs> even though we didn't have the rights money? to. Actually, actually, what happened is we made so much money off of Michaela's tweet about Patrick Mahomes. Oh, wow. <laughs> we oh, could God. fund the whole actually, team. Actually, Michaela owns Kansas <laughs> yeah. City, so we just put <laughs> yeah, right. it on the team. Michaela is actually our GM, <laughs> or our, our CEO. So that was a little throwback. So we're good to go. Dominate him. All right. 
Well, let's take a let's look. recap what we got here. Yeah, so the oh. so we as the Sonics have Jonas Valanciunas, <laughs> TJ McConnell, Josh Richardson, Kevin Love, Gary Payton the second, Dennis Schroeder, Gary Harris, and Robin Lopez. And the Kansas City Q, uh, you gotta love that logo. Look at that. Look at that. Ribs on the grill. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly Oubre Jr., uh, Dylan Brooks, Ben Simmons, Jackson Hayes, Jay Crowder, Dante Divincenzo, Frank Kaminsky, and Ken Lofton Jr. All right. I would love to see these teams play once and then never again. You know, honestly, honestly, <laughs> one time what I will do today, I will, I will actually put those guys on a team, and I will, I will, I will simulate it on NBA oh, Two K. Sean, okay. Sean nice. our, the graphic mind behind our logo, said he could actually do uniforms and put the logos in the game Let's too. Let's go. We can get all. Y'all are so go, extra. Oh, there we <laughs> go. Do run a highlight yeah. package on the show at some no, point. Yeah. Look Let's at go. that. Um, Jay said we should open up a barbecue restaurant. Should that be the name of the bar? Barbecue restaurant? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was my question. I was like, no, the, the, what did you call uh, them? The BBQ ballers B- or something? B-ball, B-ball cues. B-ball cues. Why don't we, why don't we why open don't we up a restaurant and name the it The PHX bar. Because the B-ball cues so is funnier. I was just confused. I was like, wait, what? I want more fun in our lives. We call the B-ball this cues Kayla would be hilarious. <laughs> Owner of the KC Chiefs checking in right now. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Emma, while we fun. read some super chats, you should put a poll in the chat real quick. And you guys let us know if you are team barbecue or team supersonics. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, while we do that, we do have a couple super chats. So, Espo, you read Frank's. Frank, thank you for your super chat. We appreciate you. Uh, Manuel, thank you for your super chat. We appreciate you as well. Said, LOL, love you, breadsticks. Mm. I think that was for you, Espo. And then we on from pre-rush, <laughs> two dollars. Thank you. We appreciate you. Said only if DA. Oh, hold on. Only if DA played above the rim. Dynasty. All mm. caps. <laughs> That's the most like common word after anyone wins a title now. Is, are they the next dynasty? Yeah, no. I love how the whole national media was like, "Oh, the Nuggets blah, blah, are not good," and now they're like, "Can they be the next dynasty?" <laughs> right. You'll uh, fall on your head in the last week and a half. The switch like, flipping is quick. Yeah. Um, hello in the chat said Lindsay, quote, I can't have fun with my team. Let me have fun with yours. I love my team. Where on earth did you get that idea from? <laughs> like Sir and or ma'am. How many content guys did you get on your team? Two. Two <laughs> solid content guys. You had a whole like 20 list. That's 25%. Because that is I, <laughs> I am willing to collaborate with my co-GM. I'm willing to take a back seat for the greater good. <laughs> also, also, Lindsay, more importantly, Lindsay wants to have fun, but most of I all, do. she wants to win. Yeah. So. And you <laughs> failed at both. We, we were launched at the whole time. No. First of all, not. Kevin Lund's going to be out of the league Our this team year because he's going to retire. Smoke your team. No, they would not. They absolutely oh, well, would. We're going to find out. We're really going to. Simulate this. You, you guys want to look at Dylan Brooks and Ben Simmons numbers? You want to tell me Jackson Hayes hey, got, got benched listen, on the Pelicans don't, don't, is good? Come don't on. be blinded by the stats. Get Those dudes here. can ball. Let's but just, can they ball together? Look at this. Screw analytics is our that. is our mindset. It's not here. analytics. It's just field goal percentage. Well, see, that's it. They, no, you know what? You should believe in analytics. Have you seen the per thirty six? I have yeah, it, but I assume, <laughs> I assume it can't be that bad. All right, we have one more super chat to get to. This one's from Leo. Leo, thank you for your super chat as well. Said, would you trade Jordan Poole and Kevon Looney? What do you think, Groot? Uh, I mean, Saul. 
Damn, that thing stuck, didn't it? <laughs> I no, love not that. Really. Um, I Let's would make it a not. Thing. I don't know if Jordan Poole's, first of all, Jordan Poole's Sorry, not worth that kind of money. Sorry, would you trade for? My bad. No, Jordan Poole's not worth that kind of money, in my opinion. So I would be out on that. Kevon Looney, a million percent. Love Kevon Looney. I think he'd be a great asset for what the Suns are trying to do. Um, but Jordan Poole, not so much. Yeah, he was, uh, he makes a ton of money, man. Yeah, he does. Like, he could just use a change of scenery, and it could be, like, the perfect buy low opportunity for a guy who's making that much. But there, he sucked in the playoffs. I'd rather have Jordan Peele. Stop. I mean, he would be pretty cool. At least the content's good. Content would be great. (laughs) I I do feel bad for Jordan Poole, though, because I feel like there was a lot of shenanigans behind the scenes. Oh, you mean like getting Um, knocked out by your teammates? That's just straight getting punched. It's called assault, Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) I There was a little bit of tomfoolery. What? 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 There was a bit of a kerfuffle, if you will. I was trying to tiptoe around it, but okay. Oh, and I got wasn't specifically off. talking Walk to the about office and sock somebody I in the face. Like, oh, I was just talking about that. I think yeah. obviously it stemmed from that. But even if you quote unquote get your apology and kind of move past it, you're never going to fully move past that. And, you and I think that mentally it kind of messes you up a bit you can't do it either because draymond's signing for the the mid-level exception so you can't have jordan and draymond and phoenix stop it (laughs) it's true we'll have we have a puncher's chance to get him stop (laughs) it (laughs) you know what you're doing (laughs) you know what you've done sir I'd throw down with the Warriors, to, uh, uh, you know, to try to get him. Nah, that one you reached. Oh, <laughs> boy. You took it one too far. I pulled I one. Yeah. You, you, try, you, you, I pulled you should my have stopped while you were ahead. Should have stopped while you were ahead. Anyway, that's the end of our show. We did our job, and now we can go home. I like did our you, job, and I, now we can I like go. how you put a period at the end of our sentence. <laughs> And now we get. We did our job. Thank you. I'm mad at all of you who voted in the poll. Oh, what's the poll? for Team Barbecue, 44% for Seattle Super Sonic. baby. Cue it up. It's like Book said, can't talk hoops with everyone. (laughs) Oh. Just trying to throw shade at you guys. Yeah, you heard me. can play in the Traeger Arena. That's right. (laughs) They call it the smoker. There you go. Yeah. That's where everybody gets cooked. Mm-hmm. Don't let you know, their folksy euphemisms distract from the fact know, that we got a brand terrible team. But here's the thing, Gerald. This is the problem hmm. with their shenanigans is that there is a very large portion of fans mm-hmm. who will love that yes. shit. Oh, yeah. And the rest of us are like, what is wrong with you guys? Yeah, you come to the arena. But there is a, it's like going to be a cult following of people who oh, will yeah. literally eat that shit up. Oh, we got, yeah. We got Pun the intended. inflatable yeah, chicken wooden mascot. Yeah. Like, it's going to be great. We'll have a whole section like the dog pound, except we'll have a barbecue related name to it. It'll be awesome. And then afterwards, it's everybody can get sauce so in multiple yeah. different ways. There you go. There you go. Lord, fantastic. Have mercy. Uh, we could call the dancers the saucy crew. Yeah. Look at that. The saucy crew. All right. Well, one more time. That's the end of our show. Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you as always. We'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. with more shenanigans. So make sure you come by to hang out. Until then, you can follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore sons. 
You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Hey, Lindsay, you know how my soul is like an expansion draft? How, Espo? I leave it unprotected and anybody can take it. Ahoy, ahoy! Oh, he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX, though. Lindsay, Gerald, Espo. Saul passed the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job, my team move like the...